Tititi Gyanadarsanam verse number 10. Om Tatsat Idi Nirdishtam Brahmatmaikyam Upagatam Kalpanadi Vihinam Yatat Paragyanam Iriyate. Designated as Om that exists, attained to unity of the Absolute and the Self, devoid of willing or other functions, that is said to be ultimate awareness. Word meaning, Om Tat Sat Iti Nirdishtam, that which is designated as Om, that exists. Brahma Atma Aikyam, the unity of the Self and the Absolute. Upagatam, having attained. Kalpanadi Vihiram, devoid of all willing. Jnanam Yat, what awareness there is. Tat Paragnanam Iti Iriyate, that is said to be ultimate awareness. Commentary. It is the same unconditioned awareness of the first verse that is also treated in this verse. The word Om is what has been conferred by ancient sages, rishis, as designating the Absolute in the form of pure awareness. The Shruti, original Vedic texts, Smriti, traditional secondary texts, and Puranas, epics of or hero lore all present the same wisdom in applied form and the word om is well known to be used in these texts as denoting a meaning everywhere referable to the absolute in other words unlimited absolute and awareness are the same as om unlimited absolute and awareness are the same as om and this is the absolute such phrases as Om, the one eternal letter, is the Absolute, Om is all that, and Om is the Absolute, are phrases indicating the same truth in the above body of literature. Patanjali also declares that Absolute remaining always untouched by harsh or painful activities is indicated by the descriptive sentence, the uttered syllable Om, and the Lord has many names, of all the most superior and general in applicability, easy to utter by all persons, and the object of meditation by everyone is the syllable Om. The word Om has also the meaning of general ascent. Any name applied to the Lord, Ishvara, who is of the form of pure consciousness, is valid when referred to by Om because it is not capable of being referred to by any name at all, and it is beyond the reach of mind and speech, it has been indicated by the relative pronoun that, tat. By that, something is meant which is beyond all predications. Being eternal and essentially of the stuff of pure consciousness, it is called existent, sat. This term means it has an existent reality in all the three aspects of time. The philosophical principle indicated here is that all other things are not real and the only reality is the Absolute. Therefore, what has been described as Om or That or Existent are three perspectives of the same. Thus, the three syllables Om, Tat, Sat have been accepted in such authentic literature as the Vedas as well-known terms for Absolute Awareness which is the same as the Lord or the Absolute.
The ultimate goal of awareness is to establish the identity between the living self and the absolute. Within the scope of such awareness, there is neither room for such notions as Brahma, the creator, nor for the willing of the phenomenal world. Therefore, because of its superior nature and its identity with the Supreme Self, it is here been referred to as ultimate awareness. So that's very clear here. So Om, the only way you can designate the Absolute, we are saying Absolute, it's an English word, but if you want to see the, what is the original name for Absolute, is it is Om, when we say Om. So it denotes unlimited and Absolute and also awareness. So we say Om Tat Sat, Om that is existent. It is called that, that because it is beyond all predication. It is beyond the reach of mind and speech. This is mentioned in the Taitriya Upanishad. That from which the mind with, along with words recoils, unable to reach it. That means the mind cannot reach it, the words cannot reach it. So that is the Tat. So that is why it is called a priori teachings, because we are told about this absolute by the scripture or by the wisdom teacher and then the person starts meditating on it accepting that axiomatic it's an axiomatic teaching like an axiom it is given that that absolute is the existent that absolute is the awareness that absolute is the eternal so it is eternal and it is essentially of the stuff of pure consciousness. What is it made up of? It is the stuff of pure consciousness. And it is beyond the reach of the mind and senses. So how did we know it? How does anybody know it? So there is a rishi, a guru, a sage who with, the, with some kind of grace and also effort is able to perceive, is able to experience that state. So confirms for all of us that such a state exists. This has been written by Narayana Guru. He's not going to write some kind of a fiction. He's saying that that state, absolute state, that exists, that tat, that exists. Why? Because I have been there, I have experienced it. I can describe to you some places that I have traveled to, what it is like. So I know I've had that experience. I can tell you this is how it is. Similarly, the sage experiences the absolute and therefore renders it in words that are closest, words that are closest possible. Actually, you cannot render it in words, but you can approximate the closest that is Om. And the closest is Tat, that. So Om that, and it is existent. So Om Tat Sat. So that is the ultimate goal. So what is the goal of awareness? Is to establish identity between living self and the Absolute. So this awareness that we have, which we are normally using for our conceptual thoughts, for our ideas, and which we are using to recognize, move around in the world, that is only awareness. The same awareness when it is directed towards establishing an identity between Absolute and the living self, that is us as a living being, Jiva. And then we are 
making using that awareness to link with the absolute well, then it becomes vertical and it becomes the means our own awareness is the means to realize that absolute and that is what this chapter is all about